is so pretty. This is my weapon. This is my gnome stick! Ah! Ah! I really like it a lot. Thank you so much. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Mark and Me podcast. As always, I'm your host Mark and joining me on today's episode is Lawrence LeBeouf, the actress from one of my favourite films, Turbo Kid. She plays the part of Apple and I hope if you've tuned into this episode you've seen the film. If you haven't, stop this right now, go and watch Turbo Kid and come back and then listen because we're going to talk quite a lot about what happens in the film but also it's a bloody damn good film and that's why I've dedicated a whole episode to this movie. It is an absolute love letter to the 80s and if you know me or have listened to Skip to the End you will know how much I adore the 80s. The fashion the music and especially the films and this film feels exactly like it should have been out there alongside stuff like et the thing and all these other classic 80s films so please go check out this film and if you've seen it already you're in for a hell of an interview so as i've just said on today's episode i'm going to be joined by lawrence but before we get into the nitty-gritty about that what I just want to say now is if this is the first time you've tuned in to Mark and me, thank you because I've seen a lot of new people posting since the Gremlins episode and a lot of new listeners have jumped on board. So hello, welcome and I hope you enjoy your stay. For those of you who've been here since the start, it still blows my mind that we're on episode 11 but hey, this is great and I'm enjoying it and as I teased last time I've recorded some great interviews over the last couple of weeks. I've been a bit busy so you've probably noticed there's been a bit of a gap since the last episode but that's because I really enjoyed that episode and as you know I've been going out and getting a lot more content so we've got a really good run coming up for the next few months. Now I don't really know what else to say, I just really want to get to this interview because I've had such a blast doing it. It's one of my favourite guests so far and you know let's just get to it. So without further ado here is Lawrence LeBeouf and me talking all things Turbo Kid. Hello. Hello, is that Lawrence? Yes, it is. It's Mark calling, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Very well, thank you, very well indeed. I'm just in the studio, so it's sounding brilliant. Okay. How's your day been? Oh, my day's great. It's, uh, you know, I'm in Montreal, so uh, it's snowing a lot today. It's actually very cold, but... uh... It's okay, we will survive, but it's good. (laughs) I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Of course, it's my pleasure. Brilliant. So what I want to start off with doing, Lawrence, is just to find out a little bit more about yourself. So when did you actually get into acting? How did it all start for you? Well, yeah, I started fairly young. When uh, I started when I was about 10 years old. Uh, that was my first, uh, my first series that I did uh, in French. And, um, I mean, both my parents are... You know, they're both Canadian, French-Canadian, well-known actors here in Quebec. So uh, my dad owned a theater for about 18 years. And so I kind of grew up backstage of his theater and, um, you know, going to some shows with my mom recording. And so I kind of swam in it a little when I was young, but I, I really didn't want to do it at first. And then 
I don't know, all of a sudden I was like, I want to try to act. Like, I would love to try to audition for something. And, you know, my parents were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, so my first audition, I got it. And that's how it all started. Amazing. Was there any actors out there that you watched as a child or growing up that inspired you and you absolutely fell in love with? Oh, well, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, obviously growing up for me, uh, Kate Winslet uh, was someone that I've, you know, looked up to, um, you know, her talent and, you know, Kate Blanchett as well. And, and uh, you know, all these, you know, Meryl Streep, obviously all the classics really that are like, wow, you know, talent beyond what you can explain. And you're like, wow, I kind of want to go, I kind of want to go that deep into acting you know I want to you know dive into it as much as they did you know in their roles and that's something that always appealed to me and yeah so you've set the bar pretty high for yourself yeah <laughs> yeah I guess I guess yeah well you know why not <laughs> yeah you know you've got to aim pretty high so why not go the whole hog yeah well I think it's it's more into the f- you can tell I mean there's so many talented actors out there but I think it's about what I saw in them was the heart is there, you know, they're completely, they're, they become somebody else. They're completely immersed in something. I mean, and I think that's what inspired me the most was that if I'm going to do it, I want to transform every time and really become the character that I'm interpreting. So I think that's what I admired the most. Amazing. So what sort of films do you love? What are your all time favorite films that you're, <laughs> yeah, you will always um, go back to? Oh my God. I mean, some of them I find them hard to watch because you know I, I some of them that I love really trouble me like um, you know Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a movie that I really love but every time I watch it it just kind of makes me feel a bit uneasy at the end so I, I guess it's a good sign but um, if not I mean there's a classic Forrest Gump that I can watch over and over every time it's on TV I mean it's just to me that movie is you know will always win in my heart in every way possible um, and you know I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings so I'm I'm a bit uh, you know like I can watch those movies uh, three times a year I mean I'm just a fan of that genre of that world and I thought the movies were really well done so yeah brilliant so moving on to turbo kid which is an absolute awesome movie that came out of nowhere yeah (laughs) how did it end up that you started playing apple i mean i read something about a costume designer friend of yours or something like this was friends with the director or something like this i don't what's the actual truth about how you got this part well that's it i was i was working on a on another show on a tv series that i'd been doing for the past three years or something and the costume designer came in one time and one day and was just like uh, listen I'm this is my next movie that I'm doing and the directors have been thinking about you for the main character and they got you this drawing that they wanted you to see just to 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 help you put yourself into the the mood and the you know the the kind of atmosphere that they want to do with the film and it was a drawing that Francois, one of the directors, had done, and it's kind of me with like an Apple helmet, and it's a picture of me, but reworked with the computer with like pink and blue shadows under my eyes, and like a very like sort of spacey kind of feel to it. And I looked at the drawing, and I was just like, "What is this movie?" And I want to do it right now, like. And so I was freaking out, and I called my agent, and I told her about it and stuff, and then she was like, wow, we just received, uh, yeah, I just heard about it and stuff, so she sent me the script, and 
right away. I didn't even read the script, and I was like, I want to do it. So I was like, to me, the, just the drawing was just like, there's an, you know, an atmosphere to it that I, I fell in love with already. And so, and the script on top of it was just, you know, phenomenal, made me laugh, made me smile, made me cry. I was just like, wow, I, yeah. I, I fit right in there. I want to do it. So Wow, sold on just a picture. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool picture. <laughs> so I've read that the director was very, very keen to work with you for some time. And what blew my mind about this film was there's three directors that are involved in this making of the film. Yeah. How is that? That's a whole unique experience in itself that I've never really heard of. Oh, my God, me neither. I mean, sometimes I've heard of two directors, but three, I was like, you know, at first I was a bit kind of like, wow, how is this going to work? You know, like, <clears throat> I mean, I was expecting maybe something completely disorganized and, you know, I don't know, but something, you know, was like a bit worrisome for us, you know. But, you know, the first uh, read-through we had and I could see just their dynamic. They've been working together since they're kids. I mean they're brothers and sisters and they're a couple and like you know it's just like uh, they work they just work the three of them together have a way of making things work I mean Yoan was more with us the actors and like the direction of actors and then Francois was more with uh, the technicians and the technical aspects of it and Anouk was making sure that like you know everything was working and everything was making sense together so they really just they just work well. I mean, not once did I see them uh, bicker or, like, you know, I, it's just perfect. It wow. just really works really well, yeah. It must be very interesting to be on set watching these guys work together and, like you said, not clashing when there's so much talent and so many thoughts yeah. in the air. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And it was to watch them, the pleasure in their eyes of seeing, like, they're, they were the best public, you know, like everything that we would come up with, like me and Monroe or Michael or anybody, you know, like, uh, we come up with ideas and they're just so keen to see what we're going to come up with and what we can try to make better or change or, you know, like, it was just a very free-spirited atmosphere on set and and to watch them watch on screen the bodies exploding and the blood and the, you know it was just it was awesome they were like children you know it was just I call them the kids you know it's kind of <laughs> great. so it's very cute Apple is such a unique character right and I will put my hand up and admit it's impossible not to fall in love with Apple um, what was it about this character apart from this amazing picture that drew you in and hooked you in so much well, I think that's that. You know, I also fell in love with the character when I was reading it. And uh, it was the humor that got me and also the heart and the naiveness of her. And the, we forget to look at the beauty in life so often and every day. And we all do it. And Apple is just a reminder that we got to look at things and marvel at them every day, all the time. Everything should be mesmerizing you know and uh, she reminded me of that as soon as I was reading it and it was an energy that I thought wow this is it's just love she's just love and happiness and I think sometimes we need that a little bit more in our world so especially right but, now yeah definitely yeah yeah especially right now and you know it's she's just a breath of fresh air and reminds she reminded me anyway not to forget about the small things you know so. amazingly put 
Yeah. <laughs> Apple has a very unique look, especially the outfit. It's kind of a retro Barbie in a sort of boiler suit look, which shouldn't work, but it does. Did you get much choice in the what she wore and how she portrayed herself? Well, listen, I have to admit that the costume designer, Eric, was just like, he had this thing in his mind and we had one fitting and he, he tried it and then the belt came on and then the little stuff bear uh, like rabbit and everything just came together in the first session i was like holy shit eric this is it like i mean this that's the one and we were both freaking out and like he was so happy and I, it just worked it worked the socks and the everything you know so it was really his uh his creation and it just I could not have seen anything else you know it worked perfectly Was there any concern from you at any point that people might not appreciate how bizarre she is and you had to kind of decide with Apple how to get it in terms of the right balance for mm -hmm. her performance Yeah for sure I mean you know going to, into this I don't think anyone expected the movie to have this much success you know and uh I think maybe that's why one of the reasons why it worked as well. It's because we went in and wanting to have fun, wanting to make the best of this and wanting to dive in the world and just between ourselves almost, you know, let's make this the best that we can do while having fun. And like, obviously I had never done really any comedy. I've never really, I've done you know, just drama, really. So it was my first time touching that, and I was telling, uh, you know, the directors, and I was like, you're going to have to tell me when it's too much, you know, because I don't know how to gauge this. I've never done it. So I'm going to really just throw myself and not be shy to do more, but you got to pull me back if it's not on the line, you know, <laughs> if it's, like, really outrageous. So, I mean, throughout the shoot, they were always good to bring me back or or tell me no that's perfect go there go far uh, you know and so i think that's that's how we found the balance but uh i mean i'm so happy you know that people got the humor and got the mood and got the vibe and you know we couldn't be happier one of the things that impressed me and made me fall so much in love with this film is the little use of cgi yeah that's rare nowadays in films. How how good was it being on set and seeing these real explosions and over-the-top blood and just not this green screen all the time? It must have been quite refreshing for you. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, there was no green screen. I mean, not that I can think of right now. And, like, you know, this movie was a real homage to, you know, the 80s and the, you know, the, the B-movies and, the, you know, so it was just, like... It was okay that not everything was perfect. That was the, That's the look of the film. That's the style of it. And it was just, yeah, really thrilling to see, like, the, the, the intestines and the stuff. And it was, like, real mechanism of, like, oh, my God. And it's just the blood and too much blood and so much blood and raining blood. And, like, it was, it was outstanding. It was, I mean, it puts you right into the mood of the, of, of the film and... Yeah, for sure. It was it was really refreshing to be able to kind of see what you're working with, you know. It sounds like you had a, it sounds like you had an absolute blast making this. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you know, we had some weather issues, you know, not every, it's hard making movies when you don't have, you know, we had a we had like I think 21 days to shoot it and you know, so we I don't know, you make the best of what you can and some stuff had to be cut out because we didn't have time and the weather you know here in Quebec I mean we were shooting in the 
the winter and like so it's kind of like you never know what can happen with the weather but I mean overall the essence of it was there and we just had a blast. Apple as a character is very naive and at times quite childlike but at the same time is pretty much the most kick-ass character that will come out. (laughs) With this with this kind of choreographed fighting did you get to do that yourself because some of that fighting scenes and were literally just unbelievable yeah i did yeah we we all we pretty much all did everything i mean it was choreographed and the pool thing like it was it was a long day it was a very long day very exhausting and it was very cold in that pool but that's the fun of making a movie as well is to to be able to do your own stuff and your own stunt and you know, to, to get into the mood with my, my gnome stick and to go at it. And I love that stuff. I mean, I would do it any day. I, I just, I really love it. I'm so happy that they let me do my my stuff in the bicycle too, you know, the bike too, you know, so. So, what, so where'd, you, cool. where, where'd you go to train in the ancient art of gnome stick? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to the gnome stick school. <laughs> that popular one that a lot of people are trying to get into, yeah? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So in terms of humour for this film, there's at times it's very slapstick and kind of tongue-in-cheek, but at times it's really very serious at the same time. That's very hard to get right, and a lot of respect to everyone involved in this film. How was that to try and get that balance again? Well, I think, uh, once again, I think, you know, when you're well-guided, and when you, you know, I think everyone was in the right place at the right moment, in the right mood. I think everybody got it, you know? It's when the stars align i guess it can that's when it worked you know like i mean we never really made a big effort to keep track on anything it was just natural i think we understood our characters we were into them we loved them and i think we followed the story pretty well everyone on our own you know whether it be monroe or me or you know the the directors i think i think we got it and that's when it just fits together you know Incredible. So how's life been for you since making Turbo Kid? <laughs> well, I've been missing it a lot. <laughs> I miss the universe. I miss the, the I miss the world. But uh, it's been great. I mean, like I said, I can't, you know, ever, we started off in Sundance, you know, like, was it last year or two years ago? I can't remember the time. It was a but couple like, of years ago, yeah. Yeah, I think it was two years ago, but like, I mean, that that was the kickoff of the movie, and we were just, we had not seen it, I had not seen the movie, and that's my first time watching it, and we're in Sundance, you know, so we were all freaking out, really, I mean, it was just like, amazing, and we were, we couldn't believe it, and and then, you know, the, the directors went on to Korea, and to Brazil, and, and South by Southwest, and it won, and it like, it won prizes all over the world and we're still kind of like whoa like that's this movie had a huge life and you know the comments i've gotten and the fans like it's just like uh, it's it's unbelievable we we couldn't be happy everyone we still can't believe it we're like this is insane i mean we're so happy <laughs> does, does it feel like one day you're just gonna wake up and be like oh that didn't really happen <laughs> no <laughs> no I, I pinch myself hard enough every day so <laughs> and what have you got coming up in the future i mean have you done much else since then have you been getting involved i know you've been involved in some sort of tv work is that right yeah i mean i do work um in french you know because yep. i am french canadian so i do i had this series that's uh starting again for a third season in april and we just uh, also finished our fourth season of a series called 192 that was on Bravo in Canada. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I take it uh, day by day. You never know in this thing, and like, right now I'm kind of on vacation, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that very much. <laughs> and I'm getting in the way by taking your time to do interviews. Oh God, don't worry. <laughs> You know, don't worry. This is this is awesome. I mean, so happy that people are interested and curious and have loved the movie. You know, I mean, that's just good stuff. So, that's what happened good. if tomorrow your phone rang and they said, "Right, we've got it. We want to do Turbo Kid too." Well, I mean, I mean, I'm 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 in. I mean, for sure. I think that's what's happening. So. Uh, I don't want to like reveal anything that I should not, but I, I that it's in the works. I mean, they got their financing, they're writing it, and you know, hopefully, we'll get to shoot it uh, at the end of the year or something. <laughs> oh man, I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, so I, mean, <sighs> I hope I'm allowed to say this because I mean, I think it was it's known that they got the money to write, but yeah, they're they're writing it, so we're doing it. <laughs> oh man, what a great way to end this interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is here already and it's only February. I know. Oh my oh my god, yeah. I can't wait. Wow, can't wait. so filming should be hopefully happening this year and we should hopefully see you back next year then. I mean hopefully, you know, that's when I don't know because these things sometimes take longer or whatever, so if it's at the end of this year or the beginning of the next one or who knows. But uh I mean it's it's happening and it's gonna happen hopefully sooner than we think, so so for any of the fans out there that already know about Turbo Kid, is there anything you want to say to them all? This is your chance to kind of shout out to those people. Oh my god, well, I mean, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't be prouder to have people being fans of this movie. It's such a heart movie, and I find that, you know, the people that have reached out to me, the people that have, uh, you know, made comments and whatever, everyone seems so smart and 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 just like full of i don't know if you love the movie is because you're open-minded and your heart is at the right place and you want to just have fun you want to smile and you want to laugh and you don't want to take yourself too seriously so i think the turbo kid fans are just the best they are the best we are we are the best ever (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) so there we have it the interview with lawrence herself What an absolute delight of a person to interview, seriously. So positive, so enthusiastic and just so passionate about this film and you could hear it from the moment we started talking. I kind of just really clicked with her and we just had this really fun, energetic interview and it was an absolute blast. It's it's definitely one of my favourites so far. Now, you probably heard while we're talking about Turbo Kid we discussed the fact that this film was directed by three different directors. That's something that's very unique and probably for me one of the first times I've heard about this and I think it does blow my mind a little to know that three people with such strong kind of passion and kind of ideas were able to actually put... But it's kind of... It's it's crazy, like, put all their creativity together and come up with this incredible film... Well, it's a bit of a spoiler, but following on from this interview, I contacted those guys and I've recorded a about an hour's worth of material with them. And I'm not going to just say this for the sake of it. It's absolutely fantastic. We're talking all things 80s. We're talking about the latest films that have come out, what inspired Turbo Kid, how it was working as three directors on set. It's wicked. It's really, really cool. And, you know, 
I don't reveal who my next guest is, so it won't be these guys next. But it's coming up very soon. I'm going to edit it over the next three weeks and get it out to you. So, you know, I'm not promising a date, but it won't be long until you get to hear it. And it's one of my favourites, so I can't wait for you all to hear it. And there's a lot of talk about the 80s. And if you know me, you'll know my love for the fashion, for the music, and especially the films of the 80s. Well, I mean, there's not much else to say about Turbo Kid apart from go and see it. If you've cheated and you've listened to the interview and now you really, really want to go and see it, do it. Go and buy the Blu-ray, go and buy the DVD, do whatever you need to do to see this film. Also, check out the soundtrack. As you can hear on the end of this episode, I've used a snippet from it. It is so, so awesome. It really is. It's one of the most 80s-sounding soundtracks you can get, but it's fantastic, so do both. Go and watch the film and buy the soundtrack or have a listen on Spotify or whatever you need to do because it's brilliant. Coming up on the next episode, it's going to be two weeks away, so I'll give you that, but I'm not telling you who it is. But I have teased on a couple of my episodes about someone I wanted to speak to and it has happened and it's been recorded, so I'm just about to edit it and get it out to you. It will be a couple of weeks away, but it won't be too long and, you know, just keep going on my social media so go on markandme.com on there there's my twitter my instagram my facebook i was about to say come on my facebook and come on my twitter but that sounds a bit weird so come on my social media let me know what you think of the episodes if there's any guests you want me to speak to please tweet them in or facebook or drop me a message because you know i'd love to get some inspiration from the guys out there tell me what you love about the episodes if there's something that doesn't work let me know because you know it's all a learning process for me and eventually i want to master it but at the moment i i'm still learning all the time but it's it's great to see the tweets coming through the response for the Gremlins episode was amazing, so I'm really glad that it kind of had the effect I wanted it to, because it took a long time to get that interview, and, you know, I think the, the response to Zach has been phenomenal. Um, it's crazy we're on episode 11, it really is, but, you know, we're going to get more episodes going, we're going to get, I've probably got about four or five more episodes at the moment that I'm currently editing for you all, so don't worry, there's a lot of content to come, there won't be any long gaps And uh, yeah, that's it for now. So as always, guys, stay safe. I appreciate you listening. Just take care of yourselves. And, you know, I'll speak to you all again in a couple of weeks time.